Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less. Today's episode is the uncut version of our review of Deadstream in celebration of their Blu-ray steelbook release, which is only available at Walmart. So the next time you're at Walmart picking up baby diapers, beer, and toilet paper for when you shit yourself from laughing about this movie, buy the steelbook and support Joseph and Vanessa Winter. Enjoy the uncut version of our Deadstream review. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, a horror movie podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less so you don't have to. Today's movie is Deadstream, available exclusively on Shudder. But before we go into that whole spiel, it's our 10th episode, everyone. Let's party, Corey. Trying to tell me we've recorded 10 of these? I'm, this is our t- officially our 10th episode. So and 10 episodes and we don't hate each other yet. No, not yet. No, I mean, uh, I'm surprised. I mean, I only hate you a little bit, but not a full lot. You know, I, I was su- surprised at how long we've actually known each other. And I saw that photo that your brother shared today of us at a show like eight years ago. Oh, my God. We've known each other. Like, it's crazy how much uh, time goes by, you know, because it doesn't feel like I've known you for like a decade at this point. Right. Yeah, it's been at least that or more. That or more. It just, it happens so fast, but hey, that's great. That means we're good friends. You know, if we can still be friends after all these years, you know, I'm, I know I'm fortunate, you know, I'm glad to have you as a co-host. Yeah. I'm glad that we get to do this every week, man. Like I, like I was saying earlier, like I get to hang out with one of my best friends every week um, and review things that we love. And, you know, I'm, I consider myself very fortunate that we get to do this every week. So I'm glad that you finally agreed to do this. I'm glad I agreed to do this too, because I always thought it'd be a cool idea to do a podcast and especially with one of my best friends. What's not the love? Yeah. Yeah. We're having fun and uh, it's going great. People are listening to us. We're not canceled. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's keep su- it going. I was fully expecting to be canceled on the first episode, but we're still here. Still weird. We're enjoying horror. Let's have some fun. It's so, been what? Like seven episodes of us talking about dead kids. Oh my God. So many. De- and we're still talking about dead kids. But there's none in this movie, so there are none. Oh in this no, movie. no, there are. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but this this one is like not at fault of the movie itself. It's a it's a whole different ball game. But we're gonna touch base on all that. So everyone, the, the movie we're gonna be reviewing today is Deadstream. It's a it's seen everyone. The movie we're gonna be watching today. Fucking balls, dude. That's going in the uh, outtakes for sure. Edit. Edit. Okay, today's movie is Deadstream. Available. Fuck, I'm out of it. Get to- <laughs> I'm getting to it. Today's movie. Today's movie is Deadstream, available exclusively. Available exclusively on Shutter. I highly recommend getting Shutter. It's a really cool horror streaming service. It's like three dollars a month if you break it down when you buy for the year. That's a cup of coffee a month, if that. I mean, fuck, you get two donuts now, and it's three fifty. So it's a cup of coffee a month on what fucking planet? Starbucks. Planet Starbucks. Three 
$3. All I got to do is spend $3 and I get a cup of coffee from Starbucks multiple times in a month. No, that's not true. It's because like, that's $3, like I was going to say $3 isn't even going to buy me one at Starbucks. Oh, God, no. No, you go to Starbucks and you're getting a $7 fucking drink. Mm-hmm. I've spent $11 on one drink there before. Well, what the hell? What drink was that? I don't know. It was it was obnoxious. I decided to get fucking risky that day on my coffee. And typically I drink black coffee. Yeah. There's yeah, so many get- options at Starbucks. I decided to try something different. And uh, yeah, it cost me $11. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got a little risque there. Yep. Oh, my. Okay. So enough about coffee. Once again, today's movie is called Deadstream, exclusively from Shudder. Uh, it's about a disgraced internet personality who attempts to win back his followers by live streaming one night alone in a haunted house. But when he accidentally pisses off a vengeful spirit, his big comeback event becomes a real-time fight for his life. And the character in it is Sean Ruddy, uh, but actually we're going to get into that. The movie's written and directed by Joseph Winter and Vanessa Winter, husband and wife duo, if you will, um, starring Joseph Winter, uh, who is Sean Ruddy, and Melanie Stone as Chrissy. So, uh, like I said, it's exclusive to Shudder. Go check it out. If you don't have Shudder, just pay for the year. I think it cost me like 36 bucks or something. I don't know. It's cheap. But um, so 30 Screams or Less starts now. Corey, what did you think of Deadstream? So... Second week in a row, we've actually going to be talking about a found footage film. Did oh, you know you're that? right. I didn't, like, it didn't even dawn on me, but yeah, you're right. So, um, hey, I'm all about found footage films, but yeah. I like it. So I, I love this movie a lot. I mean, I typically, when I, when I watched the trailer, I really didn't want to watch it. It just looked kind of corny and trashy and something I might end up skipping. But, you know, it was a Friday night one day and, you know, had some time to kill. So I threw this on and I'm glad I did. Um, it was was a hell of an hour and a half. And you know, like you said it to me, you said, Steve, you should check out Deadstream. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll check it out. Why not? I think it was actually the first movie I watched with my girlfriend. And we laughed our asses off with this movie. Great movie. It's borderline more comedy than it is horror, which it's like, it's great. It reminds me a lot of like Evil Dead type style, but we're going to get into all that and, you know, the comparisons and such. But I thought it was great. I'm glad you recommended it to me because it's a fun watch. It's great. You know, it's another found footage type genre, but they mold in the kind of how things are now with your Twitch streaming, YouTube streaming, things like that. It's all based around that. It's all based around a, a social media influencer who streams to his audience. What he does is he's considered the world's biggest wuss or that's what he proclaims himself as. But he he does all these stunts that put himself in situations where he's kind of uh, combating his fears. And what happened was the reason why he's disgraced is because a lot of these stunts he was doing were things that were deemed insensitive, whether they're racist or insensitive towards uh, whoever or like someone getting like injured or whatever. It's a lot of kind of just bad publicity on his behalf and he's lost sponsors. He's been canceled, all that stuff. So he's trying to come back and that's why he's combating one of his biggest fears is being in a house with ghosts or specifically ghosts. That's one of his biggest fears. So, so I loved, I loved how it opened because it, it, it explained all of this right from the beginning. Like it was just an ad basically of him talking about 
all the things he's done and why people hate him. Like he starts calling himself a piece of trash and he does this stunt where he, he hides in the trunk of a car and has someone smuggle him across the border to Mexico. And then he did one, it was called what the, the baby Moses challenge or something where he floated down a river in a tube. That's, that's, that's what we mean. He's like, he does all these insensitive things where he's like, you know, he didn't think it was a bad idea. His publicist said, you should probably apologize for all this stuff that you've done. But you know, that, caused him to get canceled those kind of weird acts but you know sometimes like these these social media influencers they do these things where um you know they can potentially tarnish their image by just like doing stupid stunts like for instance logan paul logan paul went to japan and basically raised hell uh he went to what is it the suicide forest or something and filmed people like killing themselves and shared it on his like, YouTube. I mean, shit like that, you know? So these social media influencers, they do these things and they some sometimes I feel like they don't realize like their actions are worse than like what they think they're doing. Is how how that dickhead got popular? Seriously, I don't know. Oh, he got popular from uh Vine. Okay. Yeah, so he started off on Vine, switched over to YouTube and now he's uh wrestling for WWE. And his brother's boxing and losing now, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, we live in interesting uh, time at the moment with Logan. Went from Paul. rigging fights in Vegas to losing to a real yeah, boss. Yeah, exactly. But Logan Paul, uh, you know, I will say this. He's actually a pretty decent wrestler. Like, every match that he's been in has actually been pretty okay. Yeah, he's really good. I love that. St- that's the uh, spot he did with Ricochet in the Royal Rumble where they jumped across the ring. Awesome. It's phenomenal. I love yeah, him. Yeah, he's a good athlete. Yeah, so I get, I like to give credit where credit's due, and I believe credit is due there. He's done some great stuff. The match he had with Roman Reigns was fantastic. So, uh, which is funny because we can say that we can talk a little bit about wrestling because we're part of the Shining Wizards Network, who uh, have a lot of wrestling podcasts on there along with others. But we're like that we're that uh, kind of podcast that bridges gaps. You know, we're horror, but we like wrestling too. So, and we're not horrible. We're not horrible. <laughs> So why did, when Sean decides to go, let, let, let's get back to the movie for like, five, just yeah. for like five minutes and then we can talk about porridge or something. Exactly. Exactly. Let's get, um, we'll get to the porridge stuff later. So he gets to the house and decides that he's going to make it so he can't leave no matter how scared he gets. The spark plugs in his car, he takes them out and throws them into the woods. Fucking yeeted those things straight into the woods. I don't know much about, I don't, I legit don't know much about cars. So flame me all you want. Is that like a necessity for a car to like start? Yes. Okay. That's that's how they ignite like to ignite the engine is with starting. <laughs> okay. Well, he could have just like cut something, I guess. He could have just like. But how's he gonna fucking leave when he's done with it? Exactly. Now he has to go through the freaking woods and find spark plugs in the dead of night. That's not gonna happen. I don't care how like good you are. Good luck finding two freaking spark plugs that you just tucked straight into the woods. And they're probably broken on trees and shit. So he ain't getting anywhere. He could have just taken an Uber. Right? What What the fuck? Or ridden his bicycle. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure he had plenty of options on how to get there. But instead, he decided to do the shock factor, which is, I mean, understandable. You know, social media influencers will do that stuff. They'll do those things to show how extreme a situation is. So he fucking yeeted his plugs into the woods but what i love next though is when he did get inside and you know he's trying to pry the boards off the the door he he gets inside he locks the door and puts the keys down a drain pipe once again i'm thinking to myself like dude okay you're going to the bit extremes here but 
you need to at least get out of the house at some point. Yeah, he didn't know at that time that there was going to be, a, you know, that hole in the one of the bedrooms upstairs that he could climb out and break his leg out of. Yeah, he had no idea. He would have been locked in there and then be like, oh, shit, I have to figure out a way to get out. I have to break a window or something like that. So, so dude, one of my funniest or one of the funniest things to me in this whole movie was when Sean would scream. Oh, it's so good. And he's, his, he's his, this high pitch, like just <laughs> really <laughs> high pitch. He did it so many times, too, because he was he's a little bitch. I mean, he is a, the world's biggest wuss, but exactly those screams like or yells they're just yells because screams i don't know when i think screams i think of heavy metal but his yells had me dying like i was in stitches because they're so unique sounding it's hilarious it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious yeah like so this, this is why i'm saying this is like it kind of bridges the gap between comedy and horror it's almost more comedy than it is horror but there's a lot of horror elements to it obviously and that's why i'd be on shutter but he had those yells man and i was just laughing my ass off he's just he's so animated and you know what speaking of animated one of my favorite um things about this movie is because it's a live stream and it's like you're watching twitch and you know on twitch people will have uh like chat room not chat rooms i'm sorry they'll have the chat messages on top of their stream like i used to do that i would have the chat messages on top of my stream you've seen that before right for sure for sure. Okay. I figured we all have at least at some point. And so like the funny part is people like commenting on the live stream and half the time I'm reading the comments because it's so absurd. And he's like, you know, he's referencing like to those comments. And I'm thinking to myself, did he write all those comments and know that in the script, like he's going to have to mention that specific one? Well, not only that, but he's like, he's arguing with some of the people that are saying shit. Yeah, and if you really think about it, it's pretty impressive because yeah. you're arguing with yourself, essentially. Yeah, I'd love to talk to the guy that wrote it or what's yeah, his Joseph face? Winter, Joseph Winter, Winter and uh, ask him what he like, how he came upon doing it that way. You know what? I like that idea. I think we should hit him up. I think we should hit him. Well, Joseph, hopefully he I, listens to this episode and maybe we can. Yeah, you know, I was almost gonna say I I should hit up Sean Winter, and then I realized I was just combining his. His last name with his first character's name. Yeah, you did that. Yes, I did. Yeah. But I think we should help Joseph see what he thinks. Uh, maybe we can interview him. Maybe we can do a special episode of an interview with Joseph Winter. I think we can make it happen. You know, especially after like what we're going to talk about today, because this movie was quite entertaining. Um, you know what I'd love to like his whole streaming setup is like absurd. He had GoPros all over the place. And the whole time I'm thinking to myself, can I just have one? I'm like, shit. It, right? He 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 set one up and like what? He had one on his shoulder. He had one on his head. He had, and then he set one up in every bedroom of the house. And he yep. had one in a safe room too that he ended up setting up. The safe room was hilarious. But uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's crazy. He has so many of those things and they're not cheap. You know, clearly he invested money into that stuff and, or his, his sponsors, quote, end quote, invested money into this. But it was, um, yeah, he had so many of those fucking things. And it was it was a solid setup. Like I would love to watch a streamer who had a freaking camera set up like that. They could just keep flipping back and forth between things. That's some big brother shit though. Yeah. And he had, yeah, like you said, he had every single one of them was labeled. So it's he has like iPad or whatever, and he could just tap into one room. That's yeah. that's the first time he saw a ghost too, was when one of the follow like the Twitch people was watching and called it out on one of the cameras. Yeah. And saw that cloud that shadow walking through the hallway 
And he he didn't believe it at first until he watched it back. And he screamed yeah. again. Didn't he scream and bolt it like to the <laughs> to the safe room? Just <laughs> so he's so he's as he sets up his safe room, this this room he finds, and he's watching all this camera footage. Uh, again, that girl walks up to the door. You see the shadow or the ghost or whatever walking up to the door, and then the next scene is Chrissy appearing. Yep. And uh, oh god, the audience loved Chrissy. You know, they were saying all sorts of weird things like Chrissy's hot and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Chrissy just showed up because she's like um, was picking up on the clues that Sean was pointing out for where he was and stuff. So she supposedly showed up based on like what he was describing and, you know, got her way into the house. And now like the audience wants her to be a part of it. So they do a poll. He's voted in as, yeah, she can stick around and help. So the two of them, they start going on their little adventure in the house. So I was, I don't know, not to, not to be a downer on this, but like when Chrissy showed up, the second she showed up, I was like, that's Mildred. Good call. Because, because the house was locked. There's no way that she's getting in. You know, that's true. Like, and the way that foot, that camera, you know, that, um, you know, that uh, camera he had in the other room, it clearly showed like the silhouette of a ghost walking towards that room. And then the next thing you know, Chrissy's there. Oh, did it? Okay. So I guess I didn't really notice that. Sometimes I don't like notice those little things. I mean, this is the second time I watched it, but if I watch it again, maybe I would probably notice it. There's like, there's so much going on between the comedy and, uh, you know, the horror and just like all this stuff on the screen that's happening. It's just, a, it's a lot to take in. So you might miss some things. It, it, so it's, I would recommend watching this at times. Like if she anything, knew. It's entertaining. Like when they were going through the through the house and she knew exactly where to go, you know, that secret room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She knew exactly where it was. Yep. And then they went to the basement. And he found like a chest with some of Mildred's things in it, including a what a journal and that piece of paper that basically had the ritual to to banish the ghost. Yeah. And um yeah, we'll get to that what happened at the end. But uh and also there was a dead animal down there. So naturally when he saw the dead animal, he ran. I love the comment in the chat on that one. They were like, That was a fox. Oh yeah, the comments on that. The comments on that movie or the comments on the screen for the movie were just hysterical. Um but yeah, and then his things started getting a little crazy, uh, because Mildred or Chrissy, um you know, Chrissy is Mildred. Mildred is Chrissy. Chrissy is a ghost. You know, just a little play on uh, Ace Ventura there. But Chrissy, wait a second. Chrissy, yeah, we'll say Chrissy. Chrissy for now, because Chrissy turns into Mildred. So Chrissy says to him that, like, they should sit down and go, like, and use the Ouija board that they have. Of course, uh, you know, anytime you break out a Ouija board in a freaking ghost movie, it's going to be a bad time. Every single time. Without fail, I'm never touching one of those. And he's doing it with a ghost. Yeah, and he's doing it with a ghost that he doesn't know is a ghost, which is funny, actually, if you think about it, that one could see that ghost, you know, on the stream. It's almost like they weren't even really ghosts. Sorry, I didn't take a sip of water there. But okay, so it's interesting, though, because everyone can see these ghosts. Like, they must be like just like, I don't know, these full-blown apparitions or something. I don't know. I thought it was... What was that? I don't know what that was. Are we still recording? I hope so. God, I hope so. Um, what's that? What time is it? 837? Oh. No, I, it looks like we're still recording. I think, you're, still... I think your your um, screen share just went down. Yeah, my screen share definitely went it down. It doesn't really matter. Don't worry about it. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. I just want to check something though real quick. Come on. Okay, it says stop recording, so it's clearly recording. I just want to see this change to 24 minutes. Let's stop that for now. Okay, come on. Let's see. God, I hope that wasn't like the case. I hope that just fucked up again. Come on. 
Don't tell me. Is this panel stuck? Try join again. Oh, you're still in the. You're still in here. So it must still be recording. Corey, can you hear me? Oh, you can. Okay. So you're still here. It says it's still recording. The panel's stuck though. So I'm just gonna try this. Okay. Is this panel stuck? Try join again for a new recording panel. All right. Oh, okay. We're good. I think we're good now. It was like stuck for a minute. So okay. I was I was just a little worried. Uh. So we we left off at uh. Yeah, Chrissy. Oh wait, the the okay. So yeah, we still left off the Ouija board. We can kind of go and uh, talk about that again. Um. All right. So yeah, they come up the stairs and like Sean's got the he's got Mildred's diary or journal, whatever. And then you know he's got like this uh this piece of paper, like you said. And so they decide to do a seance, of course. So uh, well, but he also you not only do a seance. But he had this little spinning wheel thing where he can actually, you know, flick the wheel and it chooses what he's supposed to do. So it's like the difference. It was like on the line between seance and um, like Ouija board or something like that. And then what happened was Chrissy said, this is what you should say when we're doing the seance. And it was like something in a different language. And he goes, I don't say things in different languages. What was the what was the wheel called? It had a name like wheel of stupid stuff to do or something. Yeah, it was something like that. It was something silly. It was a. Uh, I wish I could remember it. It's like the whole name of it is eluding me. But uh, it was funny. He only used it twice, but it was great because you know that's the fan interaction. Let's go to the wheel, you know, and he would spin the wheel, and you'd have to do something. And what I didn't mention before though is that uh, there was a hamsa in the closet, and this hamsa was to keep spirits away. So um, he messed with that. It you know. And when you fuck, when you fuck around, well, the more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. And he fucked around by, you know, touching a Hamza and, you know, dropping it on the ground. And supposedly Hamzas is supposed to be like guard you from evil spirits. And so now that the Hamza's down, him and Chrissy, they're doing the seance. He's saying things in uh, like Latin or something. And then what happens is, you know, Chrissy turns into a ghost or turns into the real form. Which is Mildred. Yep. And then gets gets Sean in a chokehold and somehow slams her finger up his nose. <laughs> oh, God. I cringed so hard when he reached up there and pulled the broken fingernail out. And he's just Ugh. bleeding everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so gnarly. Like, just, yeah, he's pulling out the fingernail. It's just like, oh, God, I don't like the... He, there was, like, multiple nose things happening in this movie. Like, he had his nose picked twice. Wait, twice or three times? I remember it happening here and, like, once again at the end of the movie. Yeah, right before the uh, the waterboarding, we'll call it. Yes. <laughs> but we'll go. Yeah, we'll get into it, too. Uh, yeah, so he kills uh, He kills Chrissy. Actually, I think at that point, he's still, like, she's still Chrissy, but she's possessed. So she's on his back. She's sticking his finger, her finger up his nose, and he grabs something from the wall and stabs her in the neck. So naturally... Uh, she's dead. He runs into the safe room. He's telling everyone on his stream that to call the cops and that, you know, he's killed someone and, and blah, blah, blah. And he goes back outside and Chrissy's gone. And I think that's when we really determined like, okay, Chrissy is Mildred. Yeah. Because all that's out on the, there's just a puddle of blood on the floor when he leaves the room. Exactly. So just a puddle of blood and he's, you know, now he's freaking out again. And so from there, he goes into his whole, uh, so like, all right. So from there, what happens next again? Like 
he obviously he spends some more time in the safe room and the you know, the crowd that's watching him is egging him on to go go outside to investigate and see what's happening. So he's looking at his cameras, he's trying to see like what's happening. He sees like uh, the ghost of Mildred, and I think he ends up jumping out the window. Yeah, he went upstairs and like jumped out the. I don't know if it was a window or just like a rot, like a rotted hole in the side of the house. But he jumps out it, hits the ground, and somehow breaks his leg, and then but, or gets a big gash in it. And did it? Did you notice that he pulled out his little first aid kit and he fucking put sanitizer in his wound or hand sanitizer? Did. And then he screams again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts um. Oh, but not only that, not only that, but every time he got a wound, he put duct tape on it. So like when Chrissy scratched his neck, uh, he put duct tape on his neck and naturally when he fell out the i think it was a window when he fell out the window uh and he basically broke his leg he started wrapping it with duct tape after putting the hand sanitizer on it of course yeah he had what is a hand sanitizer on a q-tip he like dabbed it (laughs) he wasted so much of it he just poured it upside down and dumped like so much of it and then put it on the q-tip so he does that and then like duct tapes his leg and then he starts walking through the woods because he wants to find those fucking spark plugs that he heated into the forest. Yep. And then, of course, he comes across a, like a sheriff who is just, you know, uh, just miraculously in like the area and heard like, you know, someone call like call for him. Hold on, let me explain that again. So, yeah, and then miraculously a sheriff shows up and we're thinking that someone from the chat called the cops and you know the sheriff showed up turns out though sheriff is there and he doesn't have his car or nothing it's just another ghost that's presenting himself to sean yep and then sean starts running wait did he hit the cop or did he just start running he got like he he got like scared because he said the cop didn't have a car oh yeah he got scared yeah and then like you know the cop tried to like attack him or whatever and like he jumps into his car and uh, the cop's trying to get in. He's behind the window, like behind, or he's in the car. Windows are up and everything. And he sets up another little camera shot, like on a stick. No, it was, he, a, it was a fucking Slim Jim. A Slim Jim. This, and even better, a Slim Jim. He puts his camera on a Slim Jim so he could see what's happening, like oh. outside, because he couldn't see around certain angles. Oh, so, yeah. And he, he, grabs, he grabs an ice scraper so he can defend himself from the ghosts. The fucking ice scraper. Oh, that was so damn funny. And then he's like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then he starts digging through the rubbish in his car and he finds a, was it a potato launcher? Yes, a potato launcher. And he put, um, he put something in it to like, to protect himself, obviously. And like the sheriff gets in the car or yeah, it gets in the car. He's like, as he's kind of backing out of the car, he shoots the sheriff in the chest with what he loaded. Is an action figure. Oh, it was an action figure? Yeah. Okay, he put an action figure in the potato gun and shot the sheriff through the chest. And now the zombie sheriff is just slowly sliding down the potato gun. Uh, it was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. So d- is your timer still running? Yes, it is. Okay. So then Sean jumps out of the car and runs back into the house. How did he get back in the house if the door was locked? I don't remember right now. Oh, fuck. You're right. How the hell did that happen? I think, uh, like, obviously he didn't climb up the window. That's for damn sure. I think there was, oh, wait, no, there was another opening in a window. Like, uh, so he, I think he 
crashed his way in through a window and got back into the house that way. Okay. All right. So then he he runs back into the house and he ends up getting into it with Mildred again. Mildred knocks his ass on the ground and grabs a bucket, a bucket that Sean had pissed in earlier in the movie. Yeah. Then puts a, a what, a face cloth over his head and he, she starts waterboarding him with a piss. It's, it's both hilarious and disgusting. <laughs> with his own piss. It's both hilarious and disgusting. And like the gross part too is obviously he's playing into it for, you know, the movie. But as you see the piss getting into his mouth, he's borderline gargling it because he's screaming. <laughs> he's gargling his own piss gargling his own piss he's like just ah and like you know the, you see the fucking piss bubbles and everything like that it's, it's it's fucking gross it's so gross but hilarious at the same time so yeah she's waterboarding uh, piss waterboarding sean and he's you know obviously he manages to break free get the hell out of there and um and this is when this is when we start getting more towards the end. Uh, but there is one part that I wanted to talk about that I thought was hysterical was he was in the closet trying to hide from Chrissy or Mildred. I'm going to go with Mildred from now on because Chrissy's now Mildred hiding from Mildred. And he's got a blanket over him like a blanket is going to guard him or like, you know, save him from any sort of ghosts. And all of a sudden he hears a rumbling and Mildred bites him in the dick. Two episodes where something happens with a dick. Oh, God. We've, in, a in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like you're right. Pick a topic and just keep talking about it. Yeah, that's how we connect these episodes together. We either talk about dead children or uh, dicks getting uh, injured. Yep. Injured is putting it lightly. But yeah, so she bit him and he's like freaking out, you know, and he's like trying to like hit her and like throw things at her and he gets the hell out of there. Yeah, and uh, Sean Fashion running with his like, you know, his high pitched yell. Great stuff. Um, and then, so now we're getting close towards the end of the movie. And the end of the movie, he, um, it calls for a, like, a sacrifice of flesh in order to get the spirits away and get, uh, like, Mildred away and things like that. And he decides to cut off his own finger. Yeah. Like, how did he know that? Because obviously, Mildred's finger. Like they fought and Mildred's fingers rolling around on the ground there. And then he's like, oh, I need to cut my own finger off to end this. I think it was actually in the journal. Like uh, it had to do with something like a sacrifice of flesh. So uh, so he knew to do that. But so he cut off his own finger as a slice of flesh. And then Mildred's gone. And you think he's safe. Right. Everything's good. But it turns out not quite, you know, in good horror movie fashion, you know, just when you think you're safe. You're not really that safe. All the other uh, ghosts start coming around and, you know, they're surrounding him and he's basically done for. Yeah, that was like you said, good horror movie fashion. Um, you know, you think you think we're going to get a happy ending and then nope, Sean's fucked. Movie's over. Mm -hmm, exactly. Another, another not happy ending. Amazing movie. Amazing movie is right. Um, what else happened in it? That I'm like, I'm trying to like, for some reason, I noted it. Or I remember it now. It's uh oh the uh when he was trying to cancel Mildred because Mildred all she wanted was her own fan base. If you think about it, because she had her own writing and she wanted people to ha have her writing. And everyone that died in that house, uh, she kept with them because like she considers that like her audience. So he was trying to cancel Mildred, like, and he canceled her by sacrificing his flesh. We never even talked about the quote of the movie. Oh, the quote of the movie. I love this quote. Did you have and, a shirt made with this on it? 
I did have a shirt made with this um, because um, so it was like Christmas time. I'm going to paint a little story here. So uh, my girlfriend and I, we watched the movie and she laughed her ass off when she heard garlic is bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we, we didn't really tell the audience here that Sean brought like a survival kit with him of garlic, holy water and what a dagger. Yeah, it was like uh, it was some sort of dagger or a needle or something he brought with him. But well, yeah, he found he, he found a he found a heroin needle on oh, the ground the f- in the house from like a squatters, homeless people. Mm-hmm. So he ta- he ta- he takes the heroin needle and he puts it in holy water. He fills oh, the, the needle with holy water. Yep, and which he does use later on one of the ghosts. And of course, like when he used that needle on the ghost, uh, you know, the ghost died basically. Like it just like wasn't moving anymore. And you thought he's like, you know. That's what you get with holy water, and the ghost explodes, giving him a nice little ghost facial, if you will. He had a whole bunch of those, like, blood facials. That's fucking gross, too. Yeah, because it basically, like, went in his mouth and everything, and, like, it was... It was, like, uh, pea soup consistency. Oh, God, yeah, it was, like, pea soup. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, so, yeah, okay, so he made, like, um, yeah, he made that needle with, like, holy water... And yeah, he had a few things at his disposal at least, but they weren't like all that great. Oh God, the timer's already up now. Really? We ran out of time? Yeah, but I think we're gonna keep talking about it. We've been having some like weird little issues tonight with this recording. They can't tell, but we sure can. But we're gonna continue. Fuck it. Because we yeah. haven't even gotten to like the other parts. Can't even we- tell you guys how many times we've restarted this thing. Yeah, it's like it just keeps happening. I don't know. Because fucking Steve uses AOL. Yeah, I'm using uh, freaking dial-up at the moment, basically. Uh, I got to figure out my internet situation, but that's a whole different story. That's a whole different podcast that no one wants to listen to. Unless someone's like, I want to hear Steve's struggles with the internet. That's for the Patreon. Oh, that's right. That's for the Patreon. We should start a Patreon. We'll have these random little 30 screens or less episodes with bloopers and everything. And they can hear the lunacy that we dealt with trying to get this recorded. Tenth episode went so smooth. Oh, so smooth. Smooth like butter. But back to the garlic is bullshit. So um, my girlfriend and I watched the movie. Christmas time is coming. I want to make something, you know, or do something nice. And I'm like, I know. She laughed her ass off that quote. And after the quote happened, she was going online to see if there was merch available. So I went on to my own little, uh, my own merch store that I use for my streaming. And I made a shirt that says garlic is bullshit on it. And it has like a big garlic in the middle. And, you know, I gave that to her. And Joseph actually saw this shirt and said, this is the best thing he's seen since the movie has come out. And, you know, obviously that was a great, um, that was something really awesome to hear because not only did he appreciate uh, like the shirt and my girlfriend showing him like what she got, but it's like, it shows that he, he's good with interacting with his fans and he's appreciative, you know, and he sees things like that and he recognizes, oh, that's a great thing. Uh, but that, in my opinion, is the quote of the movie. Garlic is bullshit when he's trying to use garlic to fight off a ghost. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty classic. And the fact that he literally well, so so he makes us basically a spear with a knife on the end of it. And he rubs the knife on the garlic, thinking that he's going to stab this Mildred character and with a knife covered in garlic, which doesn't work. Nope, of course and- not. And then later he throws a whole clove of garlic at her. That doesn't work either. And that's when he says garlic is bullshit. And it was yeah. hilarious. 
oh, fucking hilarious, hilarious. Um, there's there was other references in there too that were like I feel like people who know um, like social media influencers and things like that would really get a kick out of. Like he made a, a PewDiePie reference, uh, which I thought was hysterical. First time I heard that, I friggin' laughed my ass off. And it's I I highly recommend watching this movie. It's it's so funny. It's it's gory, but it's not like over the top gory. I mean, there's some good gore to it though, but it's a good blend of comedy and horror. And you know, with that in mind, Corey, what would you give this for a score? I I thought about this for a little while, and I think I'm gonna go ahead and give it a five. I love this movie. Um, you know, five stars. It was perfect. I have nothing to complain about. Uh, I thought it was very original. The comedy aspects of it were, you know, fitting. Um, lots of callbacks to Evil Dead. Um, you can tell that he was influenced heavily by Evil Dead franchise. It was super cheesy. And we never even really talked about the score. Um, Sean made a mixtape of his own music that he was literally playing on a Walkman this whole movie. And so, yes, great score. And I really like that it really only focuses on two characters for the most part until he, towards the end of the movie when there's a few different ghosts in the house. But it's mostly just Sean and Mildred slash Chrissy. Yeah, it's a it's a like an easy cast. Only a few people. Uh, it's I guess you could consider it a found footage film because at the end, obviously, he's surrounded by the ghost, and you know that's all you see from that. So I'm sure later on the footage is found, whatever. Uh, for so if if we're gonna lump this into a found footage genre, I would say it's one of the better found footage films that I've seen. And you know what, Corey, I've thought about it as well. Uh, you know, and I was like. I was teetering on like a four, four and a half, like all this. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to give it a five as well. Hell yeah. Let's Perfect. do it. You know what? We get, we've we given, this is our third five, five star movie in our opinion, because this movie is, it goes above and beyond with entertaining. And that's the whole premise of this movie is a social media influencer who's trying to entertain his audience. And for damn sure, he entertained us watching it. I still laugh my ass off watching it a second time around. Yeah, I watched it today for my second time, so I'd be fresh for this podcast here. And I was I was laughing the whole time. It was it was so good. He did a really good job for I, I'm sure the budget for this movie wasn't high at all. And they definitely did a good job with whatever they had. Yep. And you know what? I can appreciate that. Um there's some movie directors out there that literally have like a shoestring budget, basically nothing. And you know they can take nothing and turn it turn it into something amazing, and I think that's what uh, Joseph Winter did here. He took a good idea for a film and probably just small budget. I'm I'm gonna go out there and say maybe a hundred thousand at most, and turned it into a pretty great movie. Yeah, I can find anywhere, but on online here that says what the budget was of it. I'd, I'd love to talk to him. Yeah, I think we should maybe hit up Joseph Winter and see if we can get him on maybe a nice little uh, side episode. Maybe we'll just like talk about the movie. I don't know. Maybe we will do a Patreon. Maybe we'll have a watch along with Sean. I'm sorry, not Sean. Joseph. Uh, we'll have a watch along with Joseph and maybe talk about it. You know, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Hopefully he listens to this. I hope so, too. I think if I tag him, he'll listen and... I'm sure he'll be more than happy with the review that we gave for Deadstream. Five out of five, both of us. 
it's it's entertaining in every way. And you know what? You're right on the Evil Dead reference. Uh, I felt like there was a strong reference to Evil Dead uh, with the co- the mixture of the comedy and horror, and it was like over the top comedy horror type deal. And but it was practical effects. It wasn't like anything weird. But then again, Evil Dead's practical effects, you know, they didn't have CGI or anything like that then. So it, it there was a lot of similarities regarding effects, references, things like that. Uh, you know what's funny too is I just bought a shirt off Fright Racks that has Deadstream, but it's made to look like the uh, the cover of the Evil Dead movie, and it's it's so awesome. So if you haven't checked out Fright Rags, everyone, go check them out. They sell all sorts of cool uh, you know, horror merch. I might have to get that other one there. I like that that the fourth one they have on their site. All right, which one was that again? That was uh was that the one about him being canceled or let's cancel this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that was another reference in the movie. He's like, uh Mildred wanted her audience for her writing and he's like, "Let's cancel this bitch." You know, when he's trying to like, you know, get rid of Mildred and like, you know, give her uh the sacrifice of flesh. So, that was his way of canceling. But great movie. And you know what? I do want to reference something real quick because I got this wrong. Um, I didn't buy the shirt. My girlfriend bought me the shirt because of how much she loved this movie. And I love this movie. Corey, you love this movie. More people should love this movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I get a good credit to the right people. I can't say that I bought it. Uh, I think I was supposed to pay her, but I didn't. So <laughs> That's okay. So, you pay her in other ways. Yeah. With that in mind, everyone, uh, definitely recommend checking out Deadstream. It's exclusive to Shudder. Just go to Shudder.com and sign up. You can even sign up for like a seven day pass, I believe, for like nothing. It's like what? It's a seven day free pass. Yeah, try seven days for free. And then it's like $30 for the year. It's nothing. You pay nothing for it. And you get an awesome movie like that. I was browsing it today too. I was surprised they have as much content. Like, dude, they have like a bunch of the Halloween movies on there. I think they've got all the Friday the 13th or um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Oh, really? They just got the Chucky series. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. I know that like they're owned by AMC Network, so they like AMC obviously has a lot of pull when it comes to having that kind of stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just looked that up and just found that myself. So, well, that's what Wikipedia says, and you know how true Wikipedia is. Yeah, it's on the internet. It's true. Of course, of course. But yeah, go to Shutter.com. Just buy it. Thirty bucks a year. It's like nothing. But yeah, highly recommend checking it out. Um, all right. So with that in mind, everyone. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, I've been adding a lot of our podcast episodes on our YouTube. So if you don't listen to any of our episodes on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, but and you prefer YouTube, just go there. So uh, also, we are part of the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. Definitely check them out for a whole list of different podcasts available. Some wrestling based. Ours is up there. But they have like a whole bunch of different programs. They got something for everyone on there. Also, be sure to visit 30screensorless.com for all previous episodes and transcripts to go with these lunacy episodes, like what you're seeing now or hearing now. And if there's anything you want us to review, be sure to send us an email to 30screensorless at gmail.com or you can hit us up on social media, you know, slide in our DMs, all that good stuff. Uh, we're pretty active on there. I know Corey's on Twitter all the time, you know, talking it up with everyone. So um, everyone, feel free to DM Corey, you know, hit him up and be like, what are you up to today? And he's going to be like, fuck off. Accurate. <laughs> Accurate. Don't, don't <laughs> <hit me. laughs> 
now no one's going to want to talk to me. Yeah, no. No, he, he's good, people. Don't worry. You can hit him up. He'll <sighs> say hello when he's got a second. But all right, everyone, with that in mind, thank you so much for listening to 30 Screams or Less. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. And we'll see you all next time. <laughs>